Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com which is the largest live internet radio network in the world. And my show is every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time on the Health and Wellness channel. I hope all of you are doing well. Today's episode is all about healing from domestic violence. I will be interviewing Harriet Tinka for about 30 to 40 minutes about domestic violence. And then towards the end of the show, I will be talking about the benefits of taurine. So we will talk about Harriet Tinka's story of domestic violence, how to heal from domestic violence, the benefits of taurine, which is an amazing amino acid. Harriet Tinka is a co-author of the book, Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And I'd also like to talk about my story of going through narcissistic abuse in the past. So before I bring on Harriet Tinka and go over her bio. I have a few comments here. Uh, We're going through a lot in the world right now. And my concern, I don't know if it'll happen or not, but my concern is, especially here in the United States, there could be a possibility of martial law. And I am completely against it. And there also seems to be a push of the COVID-19, the coronavirus uh, vaccine. And I'm just hoping that it will not be uh, mandatory for people. But I I do know that there are states that have a forced vaccine law during emergencies. And I am against mandatory vaccines as well as martial law. And in previous episodes, I have talked with guests about... This is just my perspective. Everyone has their own perspective. I feel that most likely President Trump is carrying out the globalist agenda for a new world order. But I also believe when there's a lot of suffering, it's like a cleansing. I believe Dr. Chopra has talked about that. It's like a cleansing and that good things will be coming to us. I have this feeling that Kanye West, who's running for president of the United States, I actually feel he is going to win. I could be wrong, but if you go to my Facebook page, you can find me on Facebook, Kristen Harper. I made a post about Kanye West and my reasons why I actually think he'll, he will win. There is a psychic, a celebrity psychic. She's actually uh, predicted that Biden or Trump will not win. I also feel that it could be destiny that Kanye West wins because years ago at the MTV Awards, he announced that he was planning to run for president in 2020. A lot of people that have lost their jobs and businesses under President Trump's leadership, I just have this feeling that they're not going to vote for President Trump and I don't feel Biden is ideal for president. So I think people are just looking for another choice, another option. And uh, just follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. 
I'm on MeWe.com as well. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about me too, I have uh, two websites at PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com. I offer hair analysis, quantum biofeedback, Nest Health and Brainwave Entrainment, which is a natural approach to getting healthy. And then my speaking website, I'm a health and wellness speaker at K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. And if you could please give this show a five stars on iTunes, and we're on other platforms as well, which you can find on my Voice America page, my radio show page. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, which you will get a lot of uh, coverage, because Voice America is a huge network. You can send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com, and I can send you Voice America sponsorship packages, or you can make a donation, which would be greatly appreciated, uh, to PayPal at Kristen at PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com. So I just want to bring up my story here just quickly before I bring on uh, Harriet as far as uh, myself going through narcissistic abuse in the past, what it was like for me. And what I did, what what's really helped me going through that. And I know this is completely different than what Harriet Tink has been through, but I just, I just wanted to share my story. So basically, I went through narcissistic abuse, and uh, it was a long recovery for me. It took a long time to, you know, to heal. And I had went through a lot of emotional pain, a lot of anger. When, when you go through uh, narcissistic abuse, you have a lot of anger because you don't, you're upset that someone treated you so badly. And it's just really hard to release the anger. And the narcissist, they won't apologize for what they did to you. They are all ego, so all their energy is in their mind instead of aligning with their soul. I think that even this narcissist um, probably most likely had difficulties in childhood or infancy. I don't know if there was any type of maybe abuse in the family or domestic violence in the family. And uh, the narcissist wanted me to do everything for this person, but in return, just even <laughs> being there for me, it was it was not even an option. Um, and dishonesty. And what helped me was uh, go, is uh, brainwave entrainment, which is sound healing, which you can go to my website at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. You can learn more about brainwave entrainment, which uh, balances the nervous system in, in your brain waves and will help to let go of uh, trauma, limiting beliefs that are held in your unconscious mind, as well as uh, negative emotions such as anger will balance your uh, chakras as well. And also just letting go, you know, instead of harping on the past and maybe, uh, you know, talking about that person or what you've been through or reading like old emails or it's better just to let go and not even think about your past. And also having boundaries, you know, when you're treated badly by someone as set boundaries, you don't need to have someone like that in your life. You deserve wonderful things and you deserve a wonder, just a you don't deserve to be treated that way, so you need to put boundaries up. And then also just being in a positive environment as well and being around positive people that will give you support because it's, it's a very hard journey. And also, and, and everyone's different. I mean, Harriet Tink has probably, you know, gone through something completely different than myself, but this is just 
how I feel about my personal journey is that I actually feel that I had a limiting belief of I'm not good enough that was stuck in my unconscious mind, which I feel perhaps even led to that event of me going through narcissistic abuse. And it took me a long time to discover I had this limiting belief of I'm not good enough. And that could be one reason I've also in the past uh, uh, gone through like a well, I think that's all I would like to discuss right now because I could go on and on, but I need to bring on Harriet here. So her bio, which uh, I, if you would like, I'm not going to probably read all of this because it's so long, but if you go to DrAllenLyka.com, which is D-R-A-L-L-E-N-L-Y-C-K-A.com uh, forward slash press room. Uh, forward slash biography dash Harriet, which is H-A-R-R-I-E-T dash Tinka, T-I-N-K-A. You can uh, find her bio here. Uh, Harriet Tinka is a perfect example of someone finding a need in the community and filling it. Her students know her as a powerhouse role model who makes being genuine the most powerful thing of all. She is a transformational speaker, passionate life coach, blogger, professional accountant, football official, turning point expert, and an ultra marathon runner. She is the founder and CEO of the award-winning social enterprise Empowered Being Incorporated and a company whose mission is to inspire and empower girls and women. Though stabbed kidnapped and left for dead she turned the horrifying experience into motivation and she has inspired and given hope to women who are faced with domestic violence as an expert in business and personal motivation for growth harriet possesses a remarkable ability to understand what is essential to her audiences she leads using the golden pearls from the best-selling book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, which she co-authored with Dr. Laika, a life-changing speaker, acclaimed author, and transformational thought leader. With her presence on stage, media experience, complete professionalism, and expertise to craft custom messaging in her presentations, Harriet ensures individuals, teams, and organizations move from overwhelmed to resilient. And uh, she has uh, three lovable children. And of course, you can uh, check out her full bio here. And her uh, the website, it says here is empoweredme.ca. You can uh, go there as well. So it is an honor to have Harriet Tinka on my radio show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to the dialogue and listening to what you were talking about is very similar to what I went through, all those emotional roller coasters. So I'm definitely happy to share my story with the with your audience. Great. I'm looking forward to the conversation. And uh, I had... Uh, Dr. Laika on my show in the past and really enjoyed conversing with him and I just thought you would be a perfect guest uh, for my show uh, especially since we haven't really talked about domestic violence uh, before I think it's a really important topic uh, just to help people and so I w uh, Harriet I would love you to 
uh, talk about your story as far as like what you went through with um, in regards to domestic violence? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm happy to share my story with your audience. Now, even today, it's still surreal for me to believe that I'm, I'm a domestic violence survivor. Here I was, an international model. I was walking the runways full of confidence, yet I was a victim of a stalker. And my story really begins when I just retired from the modeling industry. I had been modeling for about 12 years, and I decided to take a break from the industry and really focus on my formal education. So I enrolled in the university, and it was there at the university that I befriended a fellow student. And I had absolutely no idea that his attraction to me was a psychological trap that was uh, disguised in love that would later on become deadly. And really, I was a typical victim of domestic violence. I was young. I was naive. I had absolutely no clue of the signs of an abusive relationship. But yet, I was vulnerable enough to trust him. And as I got to know him, he became very, very abusive. He would call me names. He would yell. He would disempower me. But then he would apologize later on. So I thought, oh, he apologized, then it's okay. And this kept going on and on and on. And he kept, he would, he would, it was very controlling. He wouldn't want me to be around my friends. And it got to a point where I was afraid for my life. So what I did, I just went to the police and I told them what was happening. But the police said, there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. Nothing has happened. It's my word against his. The only thing that they can offer me is a restraining order. And most people often wonder, okay, why didn't you leave the relationship? Usually, it's usually two things why women don't leave a relationship like this, a domestic violence. It's usually a fear because you don't you feel all alone. You don't think you can make it. Or the other thing, self-esteem, because you don't think you're good enough. So for me, it was both. I stayed with him, and but when the police gave me the restraining order, I was quite happy. And in case your audience don't know what a restraining order is, it's basically a document that that basically gives you gives a stalker. I mean, it stops the stalker from coming near you. It's basically he can't come near you. It's a court order. So when I when they offered me that, I was quite happy. I took it. And I, was, I thought things were going to go back to normal. So it was one evening, I was busy studying, getting my, my project for school, because I had a project I was due in a few days. I was studying late, and I looked at the time, it was about 11 o'clock. So I said, oh, I better go, go home and get some rest. So I put my, my bags in my book, and, and I put my books in my bag, and I went off to my apartment. It was only about 10, 5, 10 minutes away from from the university, so got into my apartment building, and I wasn't even paying attention to my surrounding. I got into the elevator, looked into my handbag because I wanted to get my keys ready to go open my my apartment so that I can just get in as soon as I get out of the elevator. And I felt somebody in the elevator squish my neck as hard as he could. And there was a voice, and it was my stalker. He said, how dare you get that restraining order against me? Don't you know that I'm the only man who will ever love you? I have unconditional love for you. And when I heard his voice, I started to scream. And he got so nervous, and he wanted to silence me. So he took his shoes off and got his socks off, and he turned the socks into a little 
ball and he stuck the socks into my mouth so that he can silence me. And then he grabbed me from the elevator and he threw me into his vehicle and we started driving as far as we can. As, as we were driving, he kept yelling and screaming and telling me, I'm the only man who loves him. This relationship was meant to be. Why would I do this? And he still slapped me and hit me as we were driving. And then as we drove, we saw a telephone booth. And he looked at the telephone booth and he told me to get out of the car and go call my parents and say goodbye to them. Because that would be the very last time that they would ever hear from me. So I said, no. And he got really angry and he said, Harriet, in the back of my car, I have a knife, a rope, and gasoline. I am going to wrap your body up with this rope, cut your body in pieces, and put gasoline all over your body and burn you. And nobody will ever find your body. Now, are you going to call your parents? I looked at him again, and I said, no. So that second no was worse. He got so angry. He reached over the glove compartment, grabbed a knife, and he stabbed me two times on my left thigh and chipped the bone in my leg. And there was blood gushing everywhere. Now, even today, I have absolutely no idea how I got from that point in the vehicle to the hospital. So when I woke up, there was the doctor and my father. And in the waiting room, there was the police and media. And the doctor told my father that I had lost a lot of blood. And likely I would never walk again because of the damage on my leg. Now, when he said, when I heard the doctor say that, I was absolutely shocked. Not too long, not too long ago, I was a model walking the runway full of confidence. And now I was a cripple and depressed. And the only thing that separated my confidence and my depression was my trauma. So I started to feel sorry for myself. And I kept asking myself, why me? I'm a great person. How could this happen to me? You know, you go through those emotions, similar to what you mentioned at the beginning of the show. And you just question yourself. And after a while, I realized, you know, feeling sorry for myself wasn't doing me any good. And the doctor recommended maybe I should start doing some physiotherapy. So I did start doing my physio. And it was one afternoon. I was waiting in the waiting room, still depressed, of course. And a little girl wheeled in on a wheelchair. She was so full of energy, so happy, excitable. And I was saying to myself, I hope she doesn't come talk to me because I'm not in the mood. I was in that mood where you just don't want to talk to anybody. But unfortunately, she came close to me and started talking to me. And I would give her one or two answers to her question, hoping she'd go away. But she still insisted on staying. And she asked me why I was in the hospital and why I had clutches. And I told her, well, I told her this, my story, but the version a nine-year-old could understand. So when she heard my story, she looked at me and she said, wow, you really should share your story with the world. Now, this is a nine-year-old, and I thought to myself, where was a nine-year-old getting all this knowledge? So as I got to talk to her, she told me that in their family, they always share stories. And they always said, you go share that story with somebody else, go out there and impact somebody. So it was really the norm in their family to share stories. So when she said that to me, that's what she meant. But at the time, I didn't know what she meant. And I asked her why she was in a wheelchair. She told me that it wasn't too long ago that 
her parents and her were just driving to go to her ballet recital. She had a competition. And unfortunately, there was a there was a, a drunk driver that hit the vehicle. Okay, okay, and then and, and and then Harriet, I apologize to interrupt, but we need to go to a quick break, and we come back. I'd like you to continue your story. That would oh, be great. Okay, uh, listener, listeners, this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on VoiceAmerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel, and I've been talking to Harriet Tinka about domestic violence. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel. And today's episode is all about healing from domestic violence with Harriet Tinka. And I was listening to Harriet's story, and uh, I actually felt the chills. I mean, I'm so sorry that she had to go through what she went through. And one thing that really stood out to me uh, when she was talking about her story is she mentioned, I'm not good enough. And that was exactly what I went through. I had the same limiting belief that I'm not good enough. And just based on my uh, thinking here, I have, I think that I am not good enough possibly even starts all the way back in childhood or or even uh, there's, if you look up uh, John Bowlby as well, this attachment theory, it could even start in infancy. And that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I, that's those are my thoughts. But anyways, uh, Harriet, I would love you to continue your story. And you're talking you're talking about the ballet story. 
Yes, he bet. And so as I asked the little girl, I asked her what her story was because she was so full of energy, but she was also in a wheelchair. So she told me that they were going to a ballet recital. And unfortunately, there was a red light and a drunk driver just hit their vehicle head on. And both her parents died. So now she was motherless, fatherless, and homeless. Yet she had so much gratitude. And I, and I asked her, why, are you, why do you have so much energy and positivity? She said she's so glad that she's alive and she knows that her parents would want her to continue living. So she was so grateful. And I thought to myself, wow, my story is absolutely nothing compared to hers. But life is not about comparing stories. It's really about what you do with what happens. So when she told me that, I, she told me her story, and then she told me to share my story with the world. At the time, I didn't really know what she meant. It was later on that I connected the dots, because life is about connect, co- connecting the dots from the past. So at the time, I didn't know, but as time went on, I started healing. It took, it took me almost two years. There was a lot of forgiveness that I had to go through. And the depression was a big one because when you're depressed, you lose interest in everything you, that you used to enjoy and you feel so helpless and hopeless. So for me, my turning point was that little girl, but it had happened years before and it didn't, it didn't hit me because I was going through my own roller coaster of depression. So as I got better and I started healing, I opened up my own business called Empowered Me, which is about empowering young women to be the truest version of themselves. So I work with young women and I also work with young girls to help them overcome this self-worth, not good enough syndrome that we all have when we've been through trauma. So it was Dr. Laika who was sponsoring an event called the YWCA Women of Distinction, which was about the women in the community that had given back or who had made a difference in the community. I was nominated in that event, in that category called Turning Point. And there's a lot of women, there's trailblazers, there was women who were scientists, so different, different categories, but my category was Turning Point, and there was 15 women in that category. Luckily, I was the recipient of that award, and I was so excited, I was honored, and I got to meet Dr. Laika. And we met, I asked him to go for lunch, and I always remind him I paid for that lunch. <laughs> and later <laughs> on, we, we, uh, we tra- started talking, he shared his story, and I shared my story. And we said, perhaps one day we should write a book. And that was about six years ago, and that's the book we wrote, The Secret to Living a Fantastic Life, with the 13 Golden Pearls. And it's been such a great, a great, I, I guess I should say, journey, because Going through what I went through, I think the biggest thing is what did you learn from it and what can you share with the world? Because domestic violence, especially now with the quarantine and COVID going on, it's probably doubled. I don't know how in your community, but I know in my community it's escalated because some women don't know where to go for help. Yes. um, Yes. uh, We're just going through so much in the world right now. And uh, mm-hmm. I and your your story is very inspirational, and you're just making a difference in this world. And uh, so, with this, when you're talking about just uh, inspiring and empowering girls and women, and you mentioned that the person that you met really kind of was like the turning point for you. Uh, what other steps did you take to heal from the 
domestic violence? Anything that you could share with my audience that really, really helped you? Anything else? Oh, yes, you bet. Now, for her, she was my turning point. And it took a lot of healing to be able to go through what I went through. Number one, you had to learn to forgive. You have to forgive what happened to you, not for the person that hurt you, but for yourself, so that you can start healing. And the other one is self-worth, really understanding that you have this self-worth no matter what you've gone through. And I can share what I went through as far as forgiveness went as well as self-worth. So for me, for forgiveness, that was the hardest thing to do because all the experts in the world say you should forgive quickly so you can start healing. Now, it's easy to forgive if somebody is, you're about to park your vehicle and somebody steals your parking spot. That's easy to forgive. Or your friend forgets to meet you or runs, or runs late. That's easy to forgive. But when it comes to trauma when something like that has happened to you or somebody has done something to your child, it's really more difficult to forgive. Forgiveness is not, we're not born with the ability to forgive as humans. We're born with the ability to hate. That's the one thing. It's a natural emotion. And if you look in the, in like Wikipedia, the definition of hate is an intense or passionate dislike for someone. So when people say hate, they usually mean, I don't want to be angry because anger is reactive. It's hostile, destructive, and it shows a lack of self-control. And we use hate to remind us ourselves of what we love. For example, you can say, I hate cancer because it's killing my father. So for me, I had to use the word hate to remind myself to forgive. And this is what I use, and this really worked for me. Number one, I had to write down the reason I hated my, my stalker. So I said, I hate my attacker because he put me in the hospital. I hate my attacker because he put a scar on my leg. So that's step number one. And then number two, take the second sentence and turn it into love. I hate my attacker because I love being healthy. I hate my attacker because I love my perfect imperfections. And then number three, focus on the love statement. So get rid of the hate and just focus on the love. I love being healthy. I love my perfect imperfections. I love my family support. So all of a sudden, it becomes a love journal. And you do that in the morning and in the afternoon. So this will really, really help you with forgiving forgiveness. Because that's number one. So number one, you write down the reason you hate. Number two, take the second sentence and turn it into love. And then number three, just focus on the love statement. It's a very comprehensive method, but when you write things down, it really, really helps you. It's very therapeutic. So that's when it comes to forgiveness. That's what I had to use. And then number two, and I use this a lot with women who come in and they say, I am not good enough. I have no self-worth. So what I'll do, I'll bring out a $20 bill and I'll ask them, who wants this $20 bill? Everybody says, of course I do. And then I'll take the $20 bill and I'll crumple it up and I'll, I'll dump some little bit of water and step on it. And I say, who wants this $20 bill? Everybody will say, of course we do. And I'll say, you just proved my point. In life, you're going to get crumbled up. You're going to get stepped on, just like the $20 bill. It still does not lose its worth. So no matter what you've gone through, whether you've been disempowered, told you're not good enough, whatever it is that you've gone through, you do not lose your self-worth. Those are all things you have to go through to be better on the other side. So that's what I had to use for myself. And I really know that there's a lot of women there who are going through trauma. 
it's number one, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry because that gets rid of all the toxins and all the pain that you've gone through. It's okay to write down saying, I'm not good enough, but don't believe it. Just know you're, you're worth it. You're worth what your, your self-worth will never go away. You go through a lot of stuff, but you never lose your self-worth. So for me, those work for me. And I feel like there's people out there who can use the same methodology and, and start healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, if uh, let's say that there's anyone listening right now that would like your help, what are like the steps that they can uh, go through? What would you recommend? Like step one, because you're like a wealth of knowledge. Oh, yes. I I get so excited to really help women who've gone through what I've gone through because I've been there. I know what they're going through. If they, they can definitely get a hold of me through my website www.empoweredme.ca or even email me or even give me a call. I love to talk to women. It's because in this world, we're so used to getting things fast. We always want to text message. We always want to send things by email. I prefer a phone call if they want to call. It is long distance because it's a Canadian number. So they can also give me a call and I can definitely have a dialogue with them, a conversation because sometimes you just need to hear that voice on the other side. And even if they don't want to take my service, I'm happy to talk to them. That's that's good as well. Okay, that's excellent. And then during the break, we were talking about the limiting belief, I'm not good enough. When do you think that this actually, when do you think you developed this limiting belief? Do you think it was possibly in childhood? Um, was it later in life? Because you were a model as well. I think it started off me uh, with me in school and always comparing myself with other people, seeing what they have and thinking, oh, wow, they have that, I don't have it. And it got worse when I started modeling because when I was in the, in the modeling industry, and it was a very cutthroat industry, you, if, you, if you're not a certain weight, you're not good enough. And sometimes they take a picture, they love your pictures, they say you're beautiful. When you see the final product, you've been photoshopped. You're like, wow, they really did not like me. So then... It changed my whole image. I'm not the same person that they took a picture of. So then you really begin to believe you're not good enough. And then being in a domestic violence situation where my stalker always told me I wasn't good enough and if I leave him, nobody would ever want me because I wasn't good enough. So that was also another thing that I felt that also added to that. And when you mentioned school, was this... Later in life, as far as school, or like when you were young, when you went to school, that you had that limiting belief? It was, I think it's mostly, like, I tried to really, to really figure out where it started from. It was when I started school. When you see other people, you see what they're doing. You see they're doing better better at school than you're doing. So you compare yourself and you you start believing it. Right, right. And what age do you think you were? I think I would say maybe grade one, grade two, when I started seeing other people. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I would say that's the age for me that it started off. But it can start later on in life because when I go to schools and I talk to students, I find a lot of, even kindergarten, they're like comparing. They say, well, that person has this, this person has that. So I think it's important as parents to really talk to your children and just always support them. Just don't tell them, oh, I love you so much. Always say you're lovable. If you say you're lovable, then they know anybody can love them. 
you always say you're lovable, so they know they're lovable to anybody out there, not just to the parents, because you don't want the child to feel, oh, you did so well in, in, in school, you did well, I love you so much, nobody can love you as much as me. So it's very important for parents to just tell their children they're lovable and not say nobody can love you as much as I love you because you're my child. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm enjoying this conversation. Uh, you're inspirational, full of knowledge. You're helping women uh, as well as girls. And so uh, what I'd like to do here is go to a quick break, and then when we come back, I'd like you to talk a little bit about your new book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And uh, this is she's a co-author with Dr. Laika, who's been on my show in the past. And this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness channel. And my special guest is Harriet Tinka. We've been talking about domestic violence. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the Health and Wellness Channel and my special guest is Harriet Tinka, and we'll be talking about, we'll continue our conversation about domestic violence. And uh, during the break, I was talking to Harriet, and uh, she wanted to learn more about my story. And so I'll just briefly talk about it, and then I'd like to get into uh, talking about her new book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. She's a co-author with uh, Dr. Laika. And so basically, I went through a very hard life, and it 
seems like Harriet and I have got very, there's some similarities about our stories, but basically I had an eating disorder that started when I was 18 years old. I had it for nine years straight. And I also went through uh, PTSD and narcissistic abuse. And I also had that limiting belief that Harriet had. I am not good enough, which I feel I had it for a very long time, possibly all the way back to childhood. And I recommend listeners check out John Bowlby. He was a well-known psychologist. He has books. And also, uh, the, the, the theory is called, I believe, attachment theory. And um, basically, this can even, for some people, I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of this can even start back in, uh, with, uh, in infancy. It's just really fascinating. There's even videos about it. Uh, so now, uh, Harriet, let's talk about your book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And if you could share possibly at least one secret. I will share, I'll, maybe I'll use, uh, one of my favorite is intentional purpose. So that's golden pearl number five. And what I really like about this golden pearl, especially now during COVID, everybody's in quarantine, and it's a moment that most people have self-reflection and just try to think, what is it? What's my meaning? Why am I here in this world with all this, all this going on? So in the book, we use uh, a Japanese concept called reason for being, and it's called ikigai, Japanese word for reason for being, ikigai. And Dolly Parton really... It's, it's, she says it very well, and I'll paraphrase what she says. She says, everybody has a purpose, and I absolutely agree with that. So when you're trying to find your ikigai, your purpose, you ask yourself four very important questions. Number one is, what do you love to do? And maybe if you start writing down things that you love to do, maybe you love playing soccer, that's what you love. It doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be a soccer player. It probably means you want a career that has that com- competitive edge, that team focus. Or maybe you love going to the art gallery. That maybe means that you want a career in a creative side of things. So that's number one. What is it that you love to do? Number two, what are you, what are you good at? It could be maybe you're good with numbers. Like myself, I'm good with numbers. You could be an accountant. Or maybe you're, you're good with listening to people. You could be like you, Christine, have your own podcast show. So that's another one. Or be a psychologist if you like to listen to people. So this, that's number two. What is it you're good at? And then number three, it, what does the community need? Just look around what's going on now in the community. What do people need? What is it that they're looking for? What is the gap that you can use your talent to fill in the gap? So that's number three. And then number four, what is it that you can do and get paid for? Because it's really important to get compensated for what you are doing. So those are the four questions to ask of yourself when you're trying to find the ikigai. What is it that you love to do? What are you good at? What does the community need? And what is it that you can do and get paid for? Now, for your audience, I really recommend if you want to find your ikigai, start off with what I call part-time ikigai, which is Write down what you love to do and what you're good at. So those two are really good, easy to do. 
And I've found that the kids, it's, when you ask little children, they can tell you so many things that they love to do and what they're good at. But when it comes to adults, we find it so difficult to write this, to write down things that we love to do and what we're good at. So it's a really comprehensive exercise that I would really recommend your audience to do. So that's one of the golden pearls that I really find very impactful, especially around this time with what's going on in the world. That is excellent. And where can people purchase this book? It's already on Amazon.com or Amazon.ca for anybody uh, who wants to go to the other website. And and you can also get the book. And we we often recommend you go to FantasticLifeBook.com because some of the money that we 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 give a portion of the money to domestic violence in your community. So if you are from California and you bought the book from from there, we will donate the money towards the organization there that support domestic violence. And if you're from Canada, if you buy it, the same thing. So any of the portion of the book will go there. And uh, like as you said earlier, the website for both me and Dr. Leica is dralanleica.com. Or if they want to get a hold of me, it's... Uh, EmpoweredMe.ca, and I'm not quite sure if Dr. Leica gave you the Golden Pro text line for to get to get a Golden Pro every week, every Tuesday actually, like today. So they'll just text the word Golden Pearls with an S at the end, and the number is one eight one nine seven one seven two five one five. So that's one eight one nine seven one seven two five one five. And they can get a golden pearl there. Great. Well, uh, Harriet, I enjoyed uh, conversing with you today. It was an honor to have you on my show. And thank you for making a difference in this world. Oh, it's been great. I really enjoyed my time with you. I really, I'm so, if I can make a difference with one or two people, I'm, I'm really happy to do that. And one of the last things that I want to share is, some advice during this time. We all react differently to what's going on right now. Like just think of yourself throwing a stone in a puddle or a lake or an ocean or waterfall. It's going to react differently. So if anybody's going through whatever they're going through, there's no measuring stick and when this, you can't compare yourself. Just like when you're not good enough, there's no measuring stick saying, well, you're good enough because you meet this criteria. We're all going to react differently. And just be kind to yourself and have so much gratitude. Love yourself unconditionally. Because if you don't love yourself, you really don't have anything to give. You can't give what you don't have. Like if I want oranges, I can't give you. If I want to give you oranges, I can't give you oranges if I don't have If I don't have love for myself, I can't give love. So what I really want to share with your audience is just love yourself unconditionally and be kind to yourself because it's going to have a ripple effect later. You are amazing. Great advice. You take care. Oh, you too. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay, too. Bye-bye. Listeners, I want to move on now and talk about taurine, which is an amazing amino acid. So, uh, taurine is found in high concentrations in animal bodies. What I usually recommend, my background's in hair analysis quant and quantum biofeedback. So I usually recommend 
getting a test done or you can get a quantum biofeedback session. And then it'll really help you because then you'll, you will know what stressors may be involved with your health. And then I can provide some recommendations, including a healthy diet, what nutritional supplements to take, healthy lifestyle recommendations, detoxification, meditation, and more. So through hair analysis, I can tell if someone needs taurine. And one, one indicator is having a four lows mineral pattern, which is a low calcium, low magnesium, low sodium, low potassium. And this is a person that has very low energy. And taurine, taking a supplement, will actually help to get a person out of the four lows mineral pattern. And also through quantum biofeedback, Everyone's different, but let's say that a person continues to react to the signature of taurine over and over again, there may be a need for a person to uh, take a taurine. And so let me go over the, and, and quantum biofeedback is a sophisticated technology that reveals a lot about your health. There are many benefits of taurine, which I will not get into all of them because we're limited on time here. But basically it has a protective effect on the brain. It can help those that have alcoholism. It may even reduce symptoms of alcohol withdrawal. It stimulates the release of growth hormone, which can lead to muscle growth and reduces body fat, can help with insomnia. It helps with states of depression and anxiety. It may play a, it actually plays an important role in the function of the adrenal glands, uh, the thyroid, and pituitary. It increases red and white blood cells. It can elevate mood. It may be, it actually may be helpful for brain, heart, and digestive support. It's also important as an antioxidant, membranes stabilizer, and neurotransmitter. And then also, if you go to healthline.com, they do have an article over there on taurine, which actually lists the benefits and also has research. So if you would like to look up uh, studies, there's studies on taurine and the, and the benefits. So, and this article at Healthline is, what is taurine, benefits, side effects, and more. So, uh, taurine contains sulfur. Uh, the main sources of taurine include meats, especially red meats. If you eat meats and eggs and you take a digestive aid, usually there's no need to supplement with taurine, but there are exceptions which I mentioned having a four lows mineral pattern on a hair analysis, there may be a need for you to take taurine. And also I mentioned there may be a need just based off your quantum biofeedback session. And also, and you of course would need to talk to a doctor about this, but if a person has seizures, it can be a short-term remedy to stop or reduce seizures. So amino acids can be helpful. 
However, they shouldn't be taken long term because there's because they're yin. They're in a Chinese terminology. There's yin and yang, and yang is like is healthier, and yin is less healthy and more cold. And so amino acid supplementation is more yin. So I think that amino acid supplementation can be helpful during your healing journey and especially depending on your hair analysis or quantum biofeedback session. But once you get healthier and you're back to balanced health, then it's a supplement that you don't need to take long term. But definitely short term and during your healing process. And the main supplements I like to recommend include vitamins, minerals, fish oil, digestive aid, and others. And of course, a healthy diet and lifestyle recommendations, detoxification. And just my thoughts here, uh, going back to I'm not good enough. Uh, and I know that uh, Harriet had talked about, you know, writing down uh, these statements. Now, for me, and everyone's different for me, that limiting belief I had of I am not good enough, and I feel, and what helped me is to let go of that limiting belief, it needs to be brought to conscious awareness. So the limiting belief is in the unconscious mind. In order to eliminate it completely, it needs to be brought up to conscious awareness. And then once it's brought up to conscious awareness, that eventually it will be eliminated. And so the two best ways to let go of these limiting beliefs is meditation. And I recommend The Power of Now book by Eckhart Tolle. He's one of my favorite spiritual teachers. Meditation helped me to let go of my eating disorder. And my eating disorder was caused because I had a limiting belief of I'm fat and also brainwave entrainment, the sound telling will bring the limiting belief from the conscious mind up to conscious awareness. So especially someone that's been through PTSD, I usually recommend brainwave entrainment because meditation is not usually powerful enough. I mean, it'll help with addictions. It'll help with other issues that a person's going through. But in terms of PTSD, it's so severe and such a difficult health condition to overcome that brainwave entrainment is absolutely the best for those that have been through uh, uh, narcissistic abuse, have been through uh, PTSD. And for me, affirmations never worked, you know. So anyways, uh, make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Wishing all of you a healthy and happy week. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.